0: Okay, keep going. Now I'm on the podcast, the a podcast. Hello and welcome to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience podcast. And today we're going to talk about the episode Janet's New Job. And joining me is my friend, Manda.
1: Hello. How are you? I am good. (laughs)
0: So just to give you a bit background, Manda and I are part of a quartet, uh, yeah. a podcast about escape rooms called...
1: Room Escape Divas!
0: <laughs> and usually I'm the quiet one there and Manda's the... Uh, well we thought out, h- articulate one. We
1: hog the microphones <laughs> from Mike. It's really hard to interview people and have four people questioning. It. it is. It, <laughs> but, it,
0: it's usually chaos, but somehow it's fun chaos. And then
1: I listen to Mike's podcast. I'm like, Mike, you're good. You should talk more in hours. <laughs> and i like, no, you're good.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I'm good. Uh, now that I have this, it's, it's, it's a lot of talking. Yes. <laughs> so, Manda, her background, she's also an actor, as well
1: yes more so former actor now but yeah I studied acting in university I moved to Toronto I acted for a few years then I discovered I really like eating and so I hey,
0: who doesn't <laughs> kind
1: of went away from that I'm, I'm more into writing now and I do bookkeeping during the day to pay the bills and I write plays and I write I'm um, getting into interactive fiction like escape rooms. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And, and we
0: hosted two escape events or actually three now yep. where Amanda was entirely crucial to the process cuz she specializes in like story writing and storytelling.
1: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. It's escape room. We're no, going into escape rooms, but they're an entirely new medium, so it's kind of fun mm. a wild west right now trying to figure out how to tell a story with them. <laughs>
0: So I, I I know that I kind of force fed you, ah. Kim's Convenience, but I'm glad that you're on the show because, I mean, again, you're the story, the only person that I really know that's like a story expert that can kind of critique these kind I, of things. I wouldn't
1: say expert. I wouldn't fling that word around so casually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hunched over really nervous about this. Yeah, you wanted to like you were trying for like two years to get me to watch the show i think i'd watched the first episode i'm like yeah i'll get around to the rest and then i never did and then i binged it like last week Woo. and so i finally because it was on netflix because yeah. apparently that's my gateway to everything if it's on netflix i'll probably watch it
0: and yep. that's why they need to rush that season two because everybody's like Okay, I'm done season one on Netflix, now what do I do?
1: Yeah, and it is shockingly easy to watch it on CBC, but yeah. I don't know why, I just feel really lazy. Oh, I gotta type in cbc.ca, and then I gotta navigate the site to find where their shows are, and now I found them, so now I've, Mike came in and I was starting on season two, so, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, what are your overall thoughts of season one so far?
1: Season one, I thought, I think it's a fun show. Like, I mean, there's a reason I'm continuing to watch season two (laughs) is because I'm enjoying it. So uh, I think, you know, like I, I'm coming at it. As somebody who can't probably relate to some of the themes in it. Of course. Like, you know, my, my parents were not immigrants, mm-hmm. and so I don't have that experience. But uh, I think it's a testament to the show that I can still enjoy it. It's so funny, yeah. Yeah, it is um, it is funny, and there are things about it I can relate to still. <laughs> it is a comedy, so, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that, that uh, in the first season a lot of what the cast was saying or a lot of what other people were saying is that, yeah, you know, this is an Asian show that's about Asian life and it's kind of funny. But after season one, a lot of the cast was hoping to see that a lot of people would just find it as that funny show instead of that funny Asian show. But
1: Yeah, actually, and I, I kind of did. That's what I kind of enjoyed about it is mm-hmm. that, yes, it's about an Asian family and, yes, their, like their identity as Asians comes up A lot, but it's not the thing that defines them in the show, so... I really do. I and I admit I was really intimidated to watch the show because I did. I am. Oh, I'm gonna be like that white person who's just like, I don't know if the show is meant for me, so I shouldn't watch it. I guess, which is a ridiculous thought. But yeah. well, I,
0: you know, it's funny that you say that because a lot of the interviews that I've done with you know non Asian people, they actually say the same thing. Like mm-hmm. they watch it and they feel a little bit uncomfortable. Should I be laughing at this? Yeah. Or. Not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so this is an in- interesting episode. Actually, this is like one of the so when I was looking for people to uh to interview for these uh episodes, this is actually the hardest one to do, but I was asking you like, hey, what episode would you like to do? And you just mentioned this one. I'm like, Oh, this is perfect. I gotta have her on. Definitely have to have her on. Yeah, about-
1: I'm curious, is there a Reason do you think that this episode is not one that people latch onto? Uh you know what? I don't
0: I don't understand why because this covers one of the things that we'll talk about later cuz we've talked about this before is the <laughs> whole jump and Chanjung, Shannon and Jung. Yeah. And uh a lot of people there are people who just absolutely the show is about Shannon and Jung and <laughs> I, I'm surprised that they didn't jump on this episode but I guess they felt strongly about other ones but yeah i'm totally glad that you're here because otherwise i'd be talking about this and i'd be uh, i don't oh, know well, it's an episode <laughs> mumble mumble <bowl.
1: laughs> just goes to show how sadistic i am that i i want to talk about the episode that i did that i felt was one of the weaker <laughs> episodes of the season let's talk about the bad ones <laughs>
0: so there's another thing about you man pans that's unique to my guess is that you've actually watched a lot of k-drama j-drama and a lot of that kind of stuff so how do you feel kim's kind of compares with that i mean like
1: Oh, it's nothing like a K drama. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, there are no sparkles anywhere. No sparkles. Anytime anyone's sad, there's no K pop song to enunciate how they're sad. Yeah. Uh, nobody stares at each other for more than like five seconds at a time, yep. which is just weird if you're going to be in a K drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very, it's very much a Canadian show, and it's very much a Canadian comedy tone, and that's not a, that's not a like. Anything against the show at all? And yeah. just I yeah. So Mike, Mike and Errol, like our our fellow podcast mate, has um, got me into K dramas. I think we started with. This show called High School Girl Detectives, which uh, was about this group of girls who solved mysteries and it was hilarious and funny and then sometimes serious, like they seemed to flip-flop between the two. (laughs) And then ever since then, my Netflix has been (laughs) suggesting, like I should show you, like all it's suggesting now are Korean shows or like, or Japanese shows or something so i've been kind of binging some of those so i'm on strong girl bonsoon
0: oh you're watching that one
1: i'm i'm errol and his girls have already watched it i'm halfway through it okay i'm liking it there was like another one called what was it something of your heart um sound of my heart sound of my heart which is just a a full-on comedy which was hilarious (laughs) and they're just you can feel the culture difference. It's, you know, like, this is very much a story of Canadian kids and their parents. And that, you know, K-dramas are, are, well, they're Korean, so.
0: That's right. Yeah. Uh, It was funny because in a previous podcast with our friend Lizette, uh, she was saying that she had a friend who tried to watch kim's and she's from korea and she was trying to watch it and she's like this show's not very korean and i'm like yeah no it, it's not a korean show it's like a canadian show with koreans in it
1: yeah and i mean we're not on this episode but i was considering it because there is the episode where they have their korean cousin visit
0: oh yeah 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 and-
1: <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like that's the the episode that addresses the fact that they're very much not a korean show
0: (laughs) oh yeah that would have been a perfect episode maybe we'll just kind of do a rehash after season two we'll just come back to it and be like yeah "Yeah, this is the reason why yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah So just jumping into this episode, again, we're doing uh, Janet's new job. Uh, Mm. So I always love to talk about the intros because the intros are always Mm. just a nice little slice of something that's kind of outside the episode. Sometimes it ties in. But uh, the funny thing is that this woman walks in and she's walking with a red pen for the Kims to sign a petition. Yes. And she's like, hey, can you sign my petition? And they just look at her horrified like, um, (laughs) this is a red pen. (laughs) And Emma's line is uh, you know, name in red means use a dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that that's the like Korean culture
0: That that's like. the thing. I didn't know about it. Like the thing is growing up my my dad he had taught me some things in Chinese culture. Like mm. one of the things is I guess most Chinese people know is that the number four kinda sounds like death. So that's why a lot of people avoid getting Oh yeah, like, that was
1: a fun thing moving to Toronto and in time. <laughs> I walked into a building I know if a Chinese company owned it because oh, all the fours no would four. be gone. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: and the funny thing is, yeah, it's an it's actually a thing with Koreans too. Um I was looking up on Google and there's like the top five things kind of superstitious things that I guess applies to Koreans. Uh, So number one is the name in red being Mm -hmm. the reason why is that traditional Koreans used to write names in red for the dead people. Oh. or uh, people who are about to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, so number two would be the number four. So again, it kind of sounds like death, so they just want to avoid that. That
1: makes sense. I'm still trying to figure out 13 in our culture, which is just yeah. ridiculous too.
0: <laughs> There's probably some deep-seated lie after lie after... <laughs> at th- least this it's one like, is
1: like, well, it sounds like death. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense.
0: <laughs> number three was kind of a weird one. Yeah. So they said that if you dream of pigs at night that you're going to be wealthy or good wealth is going to come to you or yeah, something like that. Yeah, cuz pigs
1: are fat and you know, you need money to get fat. So just I'm to just buy picturing food. these
0: these pigs in like tuxes and a monocle with a top hat. <laughs> it's like you got one of those, you're probably going to do well.
1: Oh, and uh, bacon too. So. <laughs> hey, no one can pass up bacon. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, number four was this. This was a really strange one, and I called my mom to confirm, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, this is this is a thing um, that when you you shouldn't give footwear to somebody, so like shoes, slippers, boots, as a gift to your loved one, because it represents that." Somebody will run away from the relationship. I was relationship. gonna say, are
1: they gonna run away? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. I've been waiting all my life for these.
0: So if you ever want an easy out, like with a boyfriend or something, just if like here's sho- No, just do it anyway. <laughs> just do it anyway. Just like see if they get it. It's like oh.
1: Here I, I got you some running shoes. Maybe you should use them. for... Brush
0: up on your upper. Korean culture.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unrelated. Here's a list of. You know korean superstitions just <laughs> thought you might want to read those
0: <laughs> i'm going to do it by text here you go
1: yeah <laughs>
0: and the fifth one is if you move on certain days like there's certain days in a month where you don't move because you can bring evil spirits with you to the new house That's wherever important. you move which i didn't realize but again uh this is a thing and sometimes moving companies in korea i was reading about this mm-hmm. they will suggest you know, if you say, I want to move on the 13th or something, I say, no, that's that's an auspicious day. You do not want to move on that day. Interesting. They fun. they will try to avoid that and put you to the 14th or something. Well, maybe not the 14th, maybe the 15th. Because <laughs> four again. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so again, as I said, I asked my mom about these. I'm like, how come I, I never heard about any of these? Yeah. Especially the shoes thing. She knew right off the bat. Yeah. Shoes means that you're going to walk away from relationships. Wow. She's like, and she and Amma in this episode both say, you know, but Amma says actually, he's like, many Koreans are superstitious, but we're Christian, and Christians are not superstitious. <laughs> my mom, she she finally said the same thing. She's like, you know, but we grew up Catholic, so we didn't know. Oh so, oh <laughs> so I'm like, okay. You just, I, I didn't tell her that. it yeah. you totally did TV Amma, so.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> There you go. Authentic writing. So, yeah,
0: I mean, like, it's one of the fun qualities about Kim's that I enjoy that it adds some sort of fun. Authentic, authentic, Did you just say authentic? authenticity? Yeah, I can't speak right now. So it feels authentic.
1: Poor Mike's been up all night with a cat. <laughs> Stupid, <laughs> sick sick cat. cat.
0: Oh, So, yeah, Ruby, she went to Montreal and uh, at, at the night before she left, her cat got really sick. So we took it to the vet. It was hospitalized overnight. And then I had to pick up the cat. And he's like, You got to give it these two meds over six hour spans. And I had never given meds to a cat. I'm like,
1: Okay, well, it'll be okay.
0: And uh, yeah, I learned that cats do not like taking meds because they like scratching it while taking meds.
1: Mm, imagine that. <laughs> Same thing when you try to put bonnets on them. But, you know. <laughs> Have
0: you tried man pants? Yes.
1: <laughs> I was a teenager, I was <laughs> crazy then, you know.
0: Yeah, it takes it takes that certain level of trust with like cats I, <laughs> I, I, that I do not have, and I don't have patience. Mm. Thankfully, Ruby's usually there, but, well. She'll be back. She'll be back. So, I kind of split this... So, normally, when I do these episodes, I kind of split it off into parts that happen, because most of the characters are kind of broken off into their own segments. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, Janet kind of jumps between... Yes. Being at the store and being at Handy, which doesn't usually happen. You don't get that crisscrossing. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, shirt off the get-go, Janet, she needs that $200 for the concert.
1: She wants to go to the concert. <laughs> and I was
0: like, here's $20, buy the album.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm... I'm- Oh, I, I flip flop on Janet as a character. Not oh, yeah. because she's a badly written character, but because I hate 19 year olds. <laughs> Especially entitled 19 year olds. I was an entitled 19 year old. We all were. We all were. But, you know, we grow out of it and then we're like, man, I'm glad I'm not that anymore. Oh, crap. There's more of them now. <laughs> so when she's sitting there, like, complaining about, you know, the fact that. Appa doesn't pay her, hasn't paid her, and he's like, "I'm paying your tuition. I'm paying your, you know, I paid for your camera equipment. Your I've, summer you camp. You get free rent. You get free food." And yeah. she's like, "Man, I'm like, shut up, <laughs> Janet. You get free things. <laughs> like, as somebody who didn't have that. Well, my parents are extremely supportive, but you mm-hmm. know, like, I, I." Uh, I I always treated my friends who lived in Toronto through their university years Mm -hmm. like this because it's like they had that option to go to their parents (laughs) and it's like either I survive in Toronto or I move back to Sarnia and that's just not gonna happen (laughs) so make it work but my parents were very supportive it's just uh, I, I get annoyed by Janet sometimes especially when it's for things like concert tickets but she's a typical 19 year old so my only my only complaint, I guess, is that she's a typical 19-year-old <laughs> and I have less patience because I'm old and curmudgeon now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the way I see Janet is she's sort of a, a younger reflection of Appa. Because there's mm, a lot of yeah. instances in the season, especially season one, where they kind of look at each other. They're com- kind of complaining about the same things or complaining in the same way. And then they both realize, oh, wait, we're kind of the same. Like I remember uh, it was the uh, going yeah. back to Frank and Nayong. Uh, yeah. We were talking about it before where they're both complaining about oh, what was it specifically? Um, I think they were just complaining about people, people talking too much or something like that.
1: Right, <laughs> right. It's like,
0: you know, the, the, the we're like the prophets. And it's like, yeah, you know, the prophets didn't have friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very much like Appa, so I can see how they would butt heads. And But yeah, so she has to, well, I mean, good for her. She decides, I'm going to go and get a job and go. Yeah.
0: And she just stumbles into it when she gets goes to heaven. Yeah, Handy. I'm just
1: going to get my brother to bail me out. <laughs>
0: But And this is, I guess, jumping to the next thing. This is, like, where Jung and Shannon, at this point, they're kind of comfortable with each other. She, like, she intercoms the whole office. She's like, lunch buddies uh, yeah. meeting.
1: <laughs> Which was funny. Like, they're comfortable with each other. That's nice, but... I feel like I'm gonna make enemies if, oh, I, no. if I talk about this. No, 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 I'm about no, no. to we're, get we're... really nitpicky about no. what I don't like about this show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we have to talk about it now.
1: <laughs> or do you want to? want to save it? We could save it oh. until like. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll cause get to it. Because it's gonna be the long. Yeah, we'll get to well, it. We'll get to okay, it. Okay, so they're more comfortable with each other and they're and janet comes in like huffy because like, concert
0: like, oh but oh, give me the 200 dollars.
1: by the way if i asked for my dad for 200 bucks <laughs> oh. <laughs> but
0: the way i see kids these days it's like they ask for 200 bucks and they huff and they puff and they walk away with a bag of chips they'll probably get the 200 bucks eventually
1: probably eventually maybe yeah, yeah. So not much to be done about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I remember growing up, I, I would probably huff and puff about these, and my—I mean, this kind of uh, more of a reflection on myself. Going looking back as me as a nineteen-year-old, I probably would not have ended up with that two hundred bucks either. They probably would have made me work for that.
1: Yeah, I remember. I think my thing was in high school. I wanted to go on this big trip with everybody, and oh, ended yeah. up not happening because we couldn't—we couldn't afford it. Right. And my parents were very much like, "No." You can't go. Also, my mom, oh, I also wanted to go to Athens. There was a school trip to Athens oh, for my wow. drama club. And yeah, it was like something like ridiculous, like $3,500 to go and, and-
0: Did anybody go on that trip? Yeah,
1: people went and wow. I was like, what are, where are you all getting this money? My mom, part of the reason she didn't let me, most of it was money, but a lot of it too. <laughs> that she's like, you're not going to Athens. <laughs> I can't keep track of you there. Oh, this no. was in the days before cell phones where you just hoped right. that somebody wouldn't <laughs> come back alive. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> oh, that would have been a fun trip, though. Oh,
1: yeah, would have, but no.
0: Are you going to make the trip out to Athens eventually? I know that you're starting to travel around now.
1: Yes, I'm going to Amsterdam this oh, year, and so I'd like jealous. to go to Greece. That's one of my dream places to go. Mm. I should have really picked there because it's cheaper, but <laughs> their economy is terrible. But... <laughs> no, I had to choose... <laughs> super fancy place to go to.
0: Oh, I'm jealous because you're also going for an escape room conference, so that's,
1: yeah. that is... <laughs> oh, so jealous. Yeah.
0: So, jumping back, Janet yep. comes back to the store and uh, she's walking in with Gerald and that's when Gerald kind of says, oh, you know, we should we should celebrate. You got a job. Yeah. And then I'm on opera like, what?
1: Yep. And then she's all like you know, like, oh yeah, didn't I mention? <laughs> ha la la la. Guess you can <laughs> guess you can't use my free labor anymore. And very, very full of herself. and yeah,
0: yeah, and again, I see that as kind of a reflection of Appa. I could totally oh, yeah, see him like, he, flaunting well, that. Well, he
1: does it. He does the same <laughs> exact thing. Like, oh, didn't I mention I hired somebody, and now <laughs> yeah. I'm paying them.
0: It's and, like, Gerald, I have a deal for you. Yeah. Very good deal.
1: Poor Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts on Gerald? I like Gerald. Yeah. As like a side character who yeah. just maybe he reminds me of me too much.
0: (laughs) I can can see the resemblance.
1: Maybe like the, you know, the kind of nervous, easily intimidated by strong personalities kind of person who like, you know, um, just sort of goes along. Like I think our friend Arrow, like I made friends with him because he basically told me like, all right, you're hanging out with me now. Okay, so that was happening. Cool. (laughs) pretty much how I operate. So
0: you could probably see yourself in Gerald's shoes as he's trying to work at the store like and upa's like yelling at him every time. Oh few yeah, seconds. totally.
1: I would react the exact same way Gerald. <laughs> I would knocking over displays and like stumbling over my words.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is easily my favorite scene with Gerald in in the season because yeah. it's just Gerald is trying, you can see, but he's just stumbling cuz he's so nervous. He's so he he yeah. he can't contained his nervousness. It's just exploding everywhere. And then he's like, you know, Appa's asking him a question. You know, first he he promotes himself. He's like, beautiful store you have. You must be very successful. I'm hungry man. Give me two can pop, one bag chip, and gum. How much? And then Gerald's like, well, here... Wrong.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, what kind of problem?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what
1: kind of chips? It's like... I couldn't see your invisible chips. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or I didn't look closely enough at your invisible chips. I really like the actor who does Gerald, too, because, like, I've seen shows where you have, oh, I'm watching the new Star Trek, and
0: oh, yeah, yeah. they have
1: a nervous character in it. Oh. And it's very clearly a confident woman who's trying to be nervous, and oh. I, it doesn't always work. And Gerald, he does it, it's very understated, and mm-hmm. it's very natural, and mm-hmm. so it's not like... Uh, yeah it doesn't feel like he's acting maybe he's actually (laughs) afraid of of paul the actor i don't know but it works
0: the funny thing is i've met both of them at this point like paul is like the nicest guy in the world like he He is is, he's like a big teddy bear of a man (laughs) and then there's ben who plays gerald he he I, i get some sort of like little bit of like a nervous undertone, but he's like a pretty somewhat competent. He does stand up as well. Oh,
1: cool! Yeah, 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 okay. So
0: he's a pretty funny guy, but uh, yeah, I didn't get to talk to him a lot.
1: Yeah, but, I, uh, I really like the interactions between yeah. Papa and him. Like, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think one of the other funny lines uh, uh, when he comes back into the sir. I think it's like uh, episode three or four when he comes back in the story and he's like you know i, I want to take your picture but this is after he's already seen gerald's portfolio of pictures he's like right. you want to take picture of me go away you porno picture taker <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: i know it's great i do have to bring up um because i mean this is this sort of relate to this part too is yeah. that gerald's janet's friend and i yeah. and i do enjoy their friendship and i remember you mentioning that like people are starting to ship uh, Gerald and Janet now. I think you mentioned that, uh, maybe?
0: I don't know. Like, it's always been a thing that where people... There are some people who kind of hope that they get together.
1: Okay, because, like, I yeah. really like them as friends. Yeah,
0: no, I, I totally agree. <laughs> this is agree. one of the
1: few times where I see a guy and a girl hanging out and, and not it- falling in love in a show eventually. Yeah, so yeah. I find that really... Refreshing.
0: Okay, so I gotta ask your opinion on this because it's kind of split between other yeah. people. Do you think that Gerald likes Janet? Because mm. you're at this point where you just finished season one, you don't know anything that's really happened in season two. You watched. No. So
1: I don't get the sense from that sense from season one. Okay, not really. Okay, um, I get that they're close, mm-hmm. and but it seems more of a brother sister kind of vibe to me. Like okay. when they. You know, I think I was thinking of the episode where the Korean cousin visits yeah. and he's kind of teasing Janet. And, oh, right. And I think that's about as flirty as I've seen him. Mm-hmm. Like, it, But it's like schoolboy flirty. Like, oh, you can't crack your neck in there, Janet. Right. And I'm like, but it, it's, I don't know. I, I don't get that sense from them. But then no. again, I I always am a fan of friendship and writing. I, yeah. I, I'm bitter non love. So. <laughs> yeah
0: the only the only thing that I would say contrary to that is uh, there's that episode where uh Uma's friend that uh, I call him dancing bear the' oh, it's her friend yeah, from yeah. Korea yeah, yeah. he comes in and he and obviously Gerald is enamored by this guy and he's like you know are you rich and like yeah. you know you're a rich
1: oh yeah handsome yeah, yeah, looking yeah, yeah. guy and
0: I'm like wait is he kind of reflecting himself off?" off the sky and feeling that, you know, well, here's Janet as well. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's my thought anyway. I I felt that at that point he was kind of... uh Saying, "Hey, I like this." So
1: my only fear is that I'm hoping that it doesn't turn into like a nice guy syndrome type thing. Like, why yeah. can't you just go with the nice nerd that, yeah. you know, has been with you all along? Because I'm just so t- I'm just because I'm bitter and tired of that trope. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, lo- one of the funny things about this particular scene, my my absolute funniest part of this, it's just. As they're saying bye to, uh, I think that the person oh, getting the yeah. cigarettes. He says that very subtle "okay, see you," and he does that bow with Paul. Yeah, like right the,
1: what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Loved that. I don't know. God,
0: i I, I was just on the that. floor i'm like okay i gotta rewind that that was just, like like hilarious because gerald's not the type to like really mock somebody or anything he's doing these things out I mean, of respect he, 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 and yeah he's, just, he's doing
1: it like okay i'm, I'm gonna oh, okay see you <laughs> Okay, see you. <laughs> but yeah
0: it, it's just funny how it all turns out i mean at the end he he's about to resign and then i like well, oh, i'm here to fire you so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, And going back to the authenticity of, I guess, uh, characters, a little very subtle thing is that Appa, when he's giving him the envelope to Gerald, now it's a Korean thing that when you're handing something, uh, like a business card or something to somebody, I guess in a respectful way, you use two hands and you kind of do a bow. I
1: did notice that in all the K-dramas (laughs) I (laughs) watched. i know all about Koreans based on that
0: we're waiting for you to have a blog about korean culture this and your what observations based
1: on, i was actually thinking of having a vlog series where i recap a korean show or oh something. really yeah.
0: <laughs> well let me know whenever you put it up i'm gonna share that everywhere <laughs>
1: The plots get so ridiculous. <laughs> when does the time? Ta- no one's time traveled yet. That's why this isn't a Korean show. Oh. Everybody time travels in Korea. And
0: no love shows. triangle. But they did. The funny thing is, uh, Janet did make mention of a love triangle at one point. I think it was a uh, Wingman's episode. She's like, yeah. Oh, this is gonna be a funny love triangle. Oh yeah, she
1: does mention K dramas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. I keep derailing. No, this no, thing, no, but, no, no, no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So jumping back to like the whole handy thing, uh, Janet, she she gets hired mm-hmm. and uh, she finds out that basically this job isn't going to be as cushy as she thought because she's like, you know, I thought I was working the desk. I'm good at customer service. It's like, nope, you're going to be in the meat grinder. You're scraping with the scraping right, the yeah. like, Kim Ji's like, yeah, you don't get the hose. You get to earn the hose. <laughs>
1: that actually that was another one of my favorite lines. <laughs> she's like can i use the host? you have to earn the host. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh
0: so what are your thoughts on kimchi because a lot of oh, Kim be, Kim like Kim. for me uh season one he's like the king of one-liners he's got that one line and then he's out he walks in one liner out
1: mm-hmm. i'm also unsure of kimchi i might make enemies here <laughs> no? too that's well, all good i love kimchi yeah um kimchi Sorry, the food I'm or kimchi the character mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah kimchi the food kimchi the food I'm not crazy about but...
0: <laughs>
1: now you're gonna make enemies <laughs> now I'm gonna make enemies <laughs> fine, I guess. anyway um, yeah kimchi is he's really funny the actor playing him is really funny yep. uh, you know it, he's sort of like the writing between him and Jung like the, the, that back and forth is yep. always like top-notch as far as performance goes as a character it's hard because he is right now that one note character um and he's he's maybe two-dimensional like you know he he has feelings he can get hurt but it's always from the place of like he's he's a fairly selfish character which i mean he's human we all are but um it's difficult, and I think I was mentioning this earlier to you, because he's in a show of constantly changing characters characters who are learning things about themselves, right. characters who are growing, who have their arcs, and Kimchi is st- like. He's stagnant. He's, stuck. he's stagnant and he's stuck. And that is a reflection of the character, because it's yeah. very apparent that he's Jung's uh, high school friend, right? And he's still very much in that high school mentality. He wants to go out and party. He wants to go out and cause trouble. He, he is quite fine being in a car dealer sh- or a car rental place scraping cars for his entire life if necessary if it means he just gets to about and have fun. And that's fine, but it's 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 hard when all of the other characters around you are changing. And, yeah. and so it's starting to get noticeable that like um, you know, like oh, Jung is gonna have to do this thing. I'm sure Kim Ji will have issues with it, and I'm sure that he'll just be like, "We used to be, have fun, man." And then, like, you know, it'll be about that, and yeah. and that's pretty much his his thing. Is that anything he has a problem with? It's usually because he doesn't want anything to change, and and he'll say a couple one liners about it yeah. and and pout. And I can't really <laughs> I can't really sympathize with him anymore because I'm like, dude, people, people are gonna change. Yeah. All right. At the same time, I can see where he's coming from because I, have too, have felt those things when, you know, when your friends are changing around you and they maybe don't hang out as much anymore or people are getting married or people are doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly you're like, but can't we, like, you know, I can see missing that kind of thing and realizing that sometimes people move on without you and that's what's going to happen i think so excited for you to watch <laughs> season two because <laughs> right now i'm like yeah he's really well performed but he's not my favorite i don't okay. think yeah Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> apart from Appa, um, yeah. <laughs> apart, everybody everybody uh, loves Appa. Every, I'm assuming. Exactly.
0: <laughs> everybody always has Appa as like top two at least.
1: Um. So oddly enough, it's a tie between uh, Uma. Is okay. that? Am I saying that right? Uh, yeah, Uma. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's a tie between Uma and and surprisingly Shannon. Um, Oma because she just compliments Oppa. Well not even just compliments. I that's a that's a bad thing to say. That's kind of suggesting that she doesn't have a character in her own right, but she works off of him very well. I get she's the one that often, like apart from Janet, who brings out Oppa's humanity. And I love, you know, the scenes with them together in it. And She's very much contrasting to him, and I I like her arcs, so... And I like when she... And, you know, it's always enjoyable to see, like, Appa get told off, and... (laughs) So, you know, and she is somewhat abrasive, I guess, or, like, she's, she's tough, right? She doesn't take crap, but she's not like the wives in those other shows where it's the slubby shl- husband and the overbearing wife she's not the typical overbearing wife for right, me right. she every anytime she chastises Appa, it it makes sense to me it's not like oh my god would you just shut up and leave him alone for once oh my gosh look she's angry surprise not even so much oh, a little bit k-drama yeah,
0: k-drama you got that super overbearing she
1: they're super overbearing yeah. in in k-dramas but even like in american television where you have things like the king of queens and okay. everybody loves raymond where it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. wow they're i'm sure they'll be angry about this she has other sides to her that you see a lot of it's not the only side to her but yeah <laughs> i,
0: I was- Rewatching it for research, and I, I started to notice little things. And again, I'm speaking on the on test, I really can't say that. So she brings a lot of she's authentic in the role, in that there are a lot of little things that Jean does that feel very yeah, um, it, even down to the walk. When I was like watching one episode, she's really, like, she, actually, it's the episode that you're just watching. This mm-hmm. is a word, she's pissed off at Appa and she's walking away she like does mm-hmm. that throwing of the thing and as she's walking I'm like that is exactly how old Korean people walk
1: really oh Even wow like
0: great walk is kind of like a little bit like a waddle. yeah so I'm like like, how to, where to get people know how to do and You that. like Shannon too.
1: Yeah, but I, maybe I just like her performance, even yeah. though, like, her dialogue is super obvious. <laughs> <laughs> the the actors performing it is just so spot on with it. And, and I just, I love her performance in it. Like, okay. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, jumping to uh, Shannon, she's actually, well, between Shannon and Jung, that's also, like, a thing in this episode because like throughout the season there's been you know awkward Shannon and oblivious Mm -hmm. Jung and then eventually that hits the point where it's like hey wait I'm gonna be going on a one-on-one thing with the boss which kind of flopped and then this episode happens where they're lunch buddies all of a sudden
1: yeah what the hell I'm sorry I just (laughs) I can't get behind the Shannon Jung relationship thing it just it it was born out of a Uh, Like extreme awkwardness Like as much as I love the performance of Shannon Yeah, she's super inappropriate at work And and like he's always either confused or uncomfortable Mm -hmm. And he looks uncomfortable Which means he senses that maybe she likes him more Mm -hmm. than like It looks like he senses it And so to suddenly have this episode where it's flipped Like it's like a switch was flipped Like oh wait, we should have a love scene Yeah, okay (laughs) yeah, uh, Jung and Shannon, go! And (laughs) and now he likes her. And it just, I don't know, I never saw them having that chemistry to begin with, and I always saw it as the awkward boss and the oblivious (laughs) worker or, like, you know, guy. And, um... Yeah, yeah. I
0: I was trying to look back at the season and I, it's hard to see, I mean, other people can interpret differently, that that there may have been signs that Jung was interested or wasn't sure how he felt once he found out that
1: there might have been again, yeah. I've only watched the rest yeah, no, of the season you've, once. you've so. only done it once. so
0: I mean, no, it's a good take because
1: but I just I don't know. I, I i don't like it.
0: I think everybody did feel that in this episode. it's all of a sudden like, whoa, there's something moving, but it it, yeah, you're right. There was no progression towards. It's it. more
1: his th- like it's more like, you know, maybe it's just the dialogue and for the most part this show is fairly well written. It's just when he says like, Okay, so the whole thing is Janet who's horrified that she might have to work on a weekend, my god. god. <laughs> and that horrified that, oh my gosh, oh now I don't now I know how payroll works. Like you don't get paid right away yeah. for your work, blah blah blah. Oops. And so she's Decided to go into Shan to Shannon yeah. and go over John's head and and get Shannon to get poor Terrence to work for Janet on the weekend. Yeah.
0: which makes her great for working in corporate environments just jump the
1: head yeah jump ahead (laughs) ask the head boss you know and then Jung gets understandably pissed off because Janet's like yay thank you so much Terrence and Terrence is like heart is breaking and just wants to eat with the lunch buddies like I feel bad for Terrence but I totally have had that person at work where everybody's like oh you're joining us yay (laughs) anyway and so Jung's like understandably understandably angry about yeah. it and suddenly he's like well she's like but shannon said i could he's like of course she did because she does that she will do that because she's, she's the, the nicest, nicest sweetest yeah. funniest person i have ever met like wait what where did that come from yeah
0: it was that light ball moment you can see in janet like whoa what <laughs>
1: And for some reason, Janet's the only character who has caught on that maybe... Yeah, th- there, that
0: there's a connection there. There's a connection yeah. or
1: that there are feelings felt by anybody. No one has somehow caught on that Shannon maybe feels things <laughs> for Jung, even though she sits there like, so are you going on a date? Not that I care. I don't care about dates. Do you care about... Like this is Just an example <laughs> yeah. of her dialogue. Right, and right, everyone's right. like, oh, Shannon's just quirky. And it's like, or in love? I don't... I <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> understand why Janet is the genius to, to figure that puzzle out um but uh yeah and so yeah light bulb goes off in janet's head and she like kind of goes to shannon and yeah. it's like you know maybe maybe you should consider talking
0: to people
1: yeah. <laughs> if you like them you know looking
0: at jung looking at jung looking at jung <laughs> and of
1: course because it's television and because we have to you know draw this out she is almost gonna professor feeling so jung and then chickens out at the last mm-hmm. minute and
0: i think uh, above this and i guess i'm not i'm jumping ahead of this episode that kind of confused me is that uh, and i think it was Uppa's lump which is like closer okay. to the end of the season yeah yeah where they're they're at that business thing and then he has oh, to really yeah. leave and then all of a sudden like this thing that's been blossom at that point where they're kind of like okay they're both kind of getting it yeah. and then it's like what what happened
1: yeah, but uh, well, here's the thing. Like, the whole thing is that I think she got offended because she thought he was making an excuse again. Oh. But that had only happened once before in the season. Yeah. It had happened yeah. when he said, like, my mom's sick or something, right. and I have to go. And, right, right. And so, 10 episodes later, he says, Oh, my dad's sick. I have to go. It's like they found a lump and stuff. And then she's like, Well, I guess, you know, your family's awfully sick all the time and I'm like <laughs> it happened once before once <laughs> every other time he has been like there for you and blah 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 and yep. now and then you know what I made the parallel this morning because I've also been a loser and have been re-watching Friends <laughs> <laughs> Which has not aged well, let me tell you. (laughs) But I'm like, oh my god, this is the first season of Friends. This is the first season of Friends. The whole first season of Friends, Ross is into Rachel. Rachel is clueless or uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, And Ross is obvious and awkward. And then at the end of the season, it looks like Rachel realizes that Ross likes her. Not only that, but she might like him back and they're going to get together. But oh no, Ross has found a girlfriend. And then the whole second season is Rachel yeah. being bitter about Ross having a girlfriend. <laughs> Does this sound familiar? Does it sound familiar? <laughs> maybe why I don't have any patience with it. I'm like...
0: <laughs> it's been so played out yeah. <laughs> before. Do you think Friends did that better, the whole Rachel Ross thing in the first no, season? No. no?
1: Okay. <laughs> well, a little bit, maybe. A okay. little bit, because it was more of a natural... Because Rachel had known Ross her entire life. Right, and right.
0: So there's more of a backstory.
1: But there. It, as Errol told me once, like... If somebody likes you, and this is very true, if somebody likes you and you don't like them back, you notice that they like you. Mm-hmm. Cause it's super uncomfortable and you don't wanna <laughs> have to deal with it. And I have been through that where someone has liked me and I have to pretend like I don't know that they like me even yeah. though they're being super obvious about it. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those, like, I don't find it believable that someone wouldn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also that it's super inappropriate at work. Just saying.
0: Okay. Yeah. Probably makes good TV. That's why they keep doing it. I think so. it
1: makes good TV, but it doesn't. No, it does because people are like, "Yay, Shannon and Jung!" And like, <laughs> it's okay if you like it. It's fine. I just, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the Shannon Jung relationship. It, it would be different, I think, if it was more subtle. Mm-hmm. Like if he had a, had a moment. Like where he was just instead of being like she's the sweetest nicest funniest person I've ever met and
0: S- sort of more self reflection back on that before that
1: or like if she he's like of course Shannon would do it Shannon's nice she she does that she's like nice and and
0: is it something that we're kind of expecting though after watching I guess so many other shows or something it's kind of like you you want to have that connection
1: i don't know you might want to have that i don't know maybe what i'm saying is i wanted to see it more in the acting and not in the dialogue
0: ah uh, gotcha
1: i wanted to be shown not told yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and i wasn't seeing it okay. and then, like that and that's me sa- like not saying anything for the actor who plays jung or mm-hmm. anything it's mm-hmm. just they never had that chemistry up until that point yeah and it felt mm-hmm. like the writers kind of forcing mm-hmm. that connection there
0: and one of the things I, uh, and love to have you back on again for the season two stuff because i'd love to get your commentary after this because again you've only seen really season one but in season two what they tried to do is they try to expand the universe a bit try to play with the characters make them grow up a little bit more yeah and,
1: I'll, I'll watch season two <laughs>
0: but but no i mean th- these are great so yeah thanks for being on Amanda.
1: thanks I, I shouldn't end on such a negative no. note <laughs> Because I do like the show. It's just the nitpicks no, I have are big ones. No, but the thing is, you
0: binge this thing in like less than two days. That's and true. I was like surprised. I'm like, what? You're already done?
1: Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm done. Just gotta put my mind to it. So,
0: so where can people find you if they want to contact you with angry hate mail?
1: Oh, angry hate mail. Well, or,
0: or Twitter messages. Well, my
1: my Twitter is Amanda Whitney. There's nothing, you know, <laughs> nothing creative about that, and. Um, that's M-A-N-D-A-W-H-I-T-N-E-Y. And uh, that is also the name of my website, Mandawinny.com, which is just a blog that I do to put up thoughts and right, stuff. Right. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. All right. So if you have any comments, questions, or stories to share, email them to What You Talking Podcast at gmail.com or tweet me at Mike. UN 82. This show is brought to you by Stupor Stashes Consulting. If you're not sure if you're doing something offensive, here's a tip. Name in red means you's dead. Unless you're Christian. Until the next time.
1: Okay, see you.